In Scotland, when friends get together, they blether. When these three friends happen to be Scottish Blue Badge tourist guides, you can be sure that the country that they're so passionate about will be right at the heart of their discussions. Be it contemporary or historical, culinary or cultural, reminiscence or anecdote, from accommodation to zoos, the chat will range right across the entire alphabet of topics and issues that are live and happening in Scotland right now. We hope that you'll join us. There's nothing to beat a recht git blether. Welcome to this initial episode of Scottish Blethers with Helen from Fife, Liz or Elizabeth if it's a Sunday, and Susan. The Scots accent is admired throughout the world, but our language is so much more than an accent. It's a rich lexicon of words and phrases that are used in everyday discussions. Blether is a good Scots word that describes a chat amongst friends. For our inaugural episode, we thought we'd tell you a little bit about ourselves and more about other Scots words that can be used to describe a chat. Well, all three of us are good friends. We are all uh, Scottish tourist guides, Blue Badge qualified. And a lot of people uh, might not have heard about the Blue Badge qualification. It's basically an 18-month training programme that you can do alongside a job. Uh, it's still quite a lot of hard work if you're doing it alongside a job. And we cover lots of diverse topics during training from geology to sociology to golf, whiskey, history, storytelling, which is the bit I like the most, um, and group management and how to look after people on tour as tour directors, tour managers, tour, gui tour guides, and also basically everybody's best buddy. Um there are about, about 200, 300 blue badge guides in Scotland, but we also have green and yellow badge guides, green being local area guides, and then uh, the yellow guides are site specific. But really, what we like the most is just getting out, talking to our guests and showing them all about Scotland. So, Liz, tell me a little bit about yourself and how the idea for Scottish Blethers podcast came together. Well, my name is Liz Lister. I'm born and bred in Scotland and I've lived here all my life. I've travelled all over the world, but as we say in Scotland, east-west, home's best. My first career was in every section, every sector of the education scene in Scotland. Started off as teaching, moving through into teaching adults and from that into higher education, mainly recruiting students. And as the overseas market expanded, I got the opportunity to travel a lot overseas and I became very aware that as I was telling students about Scotland, I was conscious that as a scientist, I didn't actually know a lot about my country. And so I got this glimmer of an idea that I'd love to do the Blue Badge guiding course, if not to guide, at least to learn all about my country, all that I wasn't aware of. I did it and I fell in love with guiding. I have found the dream job and I expected it to see me through to retirement. But unfortunately, a little blip came along in 2020 and I find myself deprived of my guiding and with quite a bit of time on my hands. So one of my aims in this period of reflection has been to get to grips with social media, to drag myself kicking and screaming into the 21st century. 
And so the idea of a podcast came together between the three of us. And when we thought, well, what can we base our podcast on? We thought, well, what do we do best? And that's blether. So the idea for the podcast Scottish Blethers is just to mimic a conversation, to imagine friends coming together over a cup of tea. What do you do when you get together with friends? You tell them about what's been happening in your life, what you've heard about, what you've seen on the television. Um, you begin to put the world to, light, to rights. You tell them about the issues of the moment anything that just comes together in natural conversation. So what we hope the podcast will do will be to introduce topics which are live in Scotland at the moment, but then just to have friends chatting together and mulling over what we've been talking about. So that's what we hope to do with Scottish um, blethers. And one of my friends and a fellow guide who lives in the same village as I do is Helen Houston. So Helen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, hello. Yes, I'm Helen Houston. I currently live in Salon in Fife, just down the road from Liz. Although I did grow up in Stirling, which is about 20 miles away. And Stirling is one of my favourite places. I'll talk about that in a minute. But a little background to myself. Um, when I left school, I went to university and then I did the great venture travelling to um, different countries, i.e. I went to work in London in England. And I had a wonderful time in London in the in the 60s. Um, and through that time, I was working mainly with um, what we call public sector organisations. And the job I did was in what would now be called human resource management, but at that time was personnel management or industrial relations. And in that time, I kind of moved my way gradually up through England you know, leaving London, coming up to Cambridge, and then eventually went up to the north of Scotland, or well, about halfway house, um, to Murrayshire, and then eventually made my way back down to within striking distance of my own hometown. I worked when I left the public sector, I went to work in education in a college of further education in Dunfermline, just along the road from here. And one day I thought, I'm going to take my students out to see what the world is like out there. And so I arranged a tour for them, a one-day tour, which now with my blue badge training, I realise would be now described as the itinerary from hell. I took in far too much in the one day, but we had a great time and we visited all sorts of places and I got people to speak to the, the students, such as Gordon Baxter from Baxter's, uh, talked to the students. We went to the distilleries, we went to various places, and I thought, I love this job. And then later on, I was um, in lucky enough to go to Japan on a visit to my nephew's wedding. And I met, or we had a tour to round Tokyo and up to Mount Fuji, and I looked at this Japanese guide guiding us. And I thought, that is the job, that is the, the world's best job. So when I came back, I investigated and then trained. But I mentioned favourite places. I mentioned Stirling. Growing up in Stirling, just the absolute centre of Scottish history, very inspirational um, history teacher. My father was very inspirational with stories of Scotland. 
And of course, having been born and brought up in Stirling, I'm allowed to use the title Daughter of the Rock. That is the big high rock on which Stirling Castle stands. I'm a daughter of the rock. Further places are places like Iona. Some of you will have heard of Iona. Beautiful little island just off Mull. And it's the sort of the beginning of the birthplace of Christianity in Scotland. And that has such a special feel to it when you get there. Such tranquility. Just absolutely marvellous. And then further up the west coast of Scotland on the mainland, I love Gearloch. When my children were small, we used to go camping to Gearloch. And now I'm a grandmother, I take my own grandchildren to Gearloch on holiday. So these are my favourite places, Iona, Stirling and Gearloch. So that's really a little bit about myself. And I'm now like you to introduce you to Susan who is the final of this unholy trio, and she is the the tech brains behind the project. So, Susan, over to you, and we'll listen to, we'll hear all about you. Thanks, Helen, much appreciated. Yeah, my name is Susan. I live in Highland Perthshire, so the northernmost of the three uh, of us involved in Scottish Blethers. I have come into podcasting really because like guides around the world, our business this year has disappeared with COVID-19 and uh, always liked to chat to my buddies and I really miss showing people around Scotland. So we thought this would be a great idea to have a bit of fun. Now I came into guiding a slightly different route to Helen and Liz. Uh, I was working in the whiskey industry and worked in the industry for 12 years around the world, having been placed abroad and then came home. Uh, I retrained into HR and did a lot of work on e-learning and training. And I decided that I didn't really want city life uh, anymore. So to move back to the country, I was going to have to find a job I could do from anywhere and found guiding. And now I live in a little slice of heaven in Highland Perthshire, overlooking a loch with the trees all round about. And at this time of year, it's especially green. Um, so I'm just enjoying trying out something new and hopefully reaching out to some international guests that have been with us or might come out on tour with us again. So Liz, could you tell us a bit about what the podcast uh, might look like? Thanks, Susan. Yep. Um, I've already explained a little bit about it, but basically it's about any topics that are either live at the moment or maybe this day in history from the past. Maybe it's culinary, a special recipe, a flavour of Scotland. It's basically anything that comes into our head, just like when we meet in normal conversation. But we would love to get ideas from any listeners that might be out there. At the moment, it seems very difficult to imagine anybody out there sitting listening to us blethering. But if there is anybody out there and you've got something that you're particularly interested in, Maybe you visited Scotland in the past and you'd like to share it with other listeners. Please, please get in contact with us and give us ideas for what we might blether about. Because otherwise, we're just going to take anything that comes into our head. And of course, we've got our different social media channels. We've got our Facebook page, which is Scottish Blethers. We've got our Instagram page, which is also at Scottish Blethers. Or Twitter, at Scottish Blether. No S on the end. It was too long for a Twitter handle. Um, But please do feel free to give us your comments. We're learning as we go. We're very new to this, so we're going to make some daft mistakes. You could never tell, Susan. You just could never (laughs) tell. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, keep calm and carry on, as they say. <laughs> I've got it written on the top of my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, Helen, you've got a little anecdote for us, do you? Yes, yes. We were, we're talking about blethering. And, of course, we have all been, I'm sure where you are as well, under lockdown during this COVID crisis. So we've not been able to speak or meet up with our friends. But in Scotland, lockdown eased a little bit and we were now able to meet with friends in a garden, socially distancing, of course. So it was absolutely wonderful. Just so last week, I met with friends for a right good blether um, where we could sit down in, in the garden, drinking tea, eating wonderful home-baked cakes, having a blether, chatting about you know, what we'd been doing, catching up, just you know, getting back to normality. Some people might have thought that our blethers was just, were just talking a load of drivel. Um, in amongst it, or we were just havering. Surely not. We wouldn't so, be talking drivel. <laughs> oh, no, we didn't think we were. But I, I'm sure if my children or grandchildren had overheard, they would have said, "What a load of twaddle!" <laughs> so um, that was really the nice. start of blethering. So that's what we're going to be doing: getting down, chatting together, Liz and Susan and myself, having a richt good blether. And there's some quite good words you've been using there that people might not be uh, familiar with. You know, drivel. Uh, drivel, for anyone that's unfamiliar with it, is a word that means you're talking rubbish. Mm -hmm. um, a yes. lot of drivel is just tripping off your tongue, you know. That's the kind of say, oh, you're talking a bunch of drivel. For anybody that's listening out there, particularly anybody that's listening from the States, you might have picked up the impression by now that we're not quite as respectful of each other in our normal day-to-day -day activities, as I find that my American guests are. The Scots particularly, but the British in general, tend to have more of a dry wit, a sardonic, sarcastic way of talking to one another. So you'll have heard that most of the words so far are derogatory, drivel, guff, talking a load of rubbish. But really yes, it's but all part of our banter. Exactly. Yeah. So our banter is just... Another word for a blether, really. Your banter is the, the chat you have between you when you're maybe taking the mickey or you're, you're making fun of each other, but in a light-hearted way. It's not yeah, meant we don't in a like bad anybody. way at all. Yeah, we don't like anybody to think too much of herself. I must confess that when I go to the States, um, initially, I very much like the respect with people that, that people show one another. But I have to confess that once I've been there for a week or two, I begin to really, really miss the Scottish banter. <laughs> well, I was going to say that you, know, along with all of that, and this not disrespect, but we just don't go in for exaggeration too much. And the highest praise you can give to somebody is to say, well, it's not bad. That's right. Yes, not not known for overemphasizing things. No. But then, hey, you know, it's not just about the banter, it's about the patter. Now, ladies, I know it might have been a little while for you, but <laughs> in my life when I used to live in Glasgow, you'd go out to the bars and the restaurants and the clubs and, you know, you'd get talking to people. Quite often people, you thought, oh, he's quite cute, or they might be thinking you're quite cute, and you'd get their patter and their patter is basically their chat, their talk, when they're trying to chat you up. And, you know, some of their patter could be 
awful. Some of it was really good. And you say, oh, yeah, that was good patter. That was bad patter when you're talking it over with your friends after that. The, the patter tends to be very much a West Coast, particularly around the Glasgow area. But um, if you wanted to pull somebody down, if they were getting above themselves, then you say, if your patter was water, you'd droon. If your patter was water, you'd drown. <laughs> I think that's a really good one. <laughs> a good put down. <laughs> yeah. But again, like every country in the world, um, the Scots language is very much dependent on dialects. We're talking about Glasgow patter. But of course, we've got dialects all over Scotland. And in some places, um, somebody from Aberdeen might not understand somebody from Glasgow and vice versa. Oh, absolutely. Well, especially yes. with the Doric language up in Aberdeenshire. Um, a totally different language entirely. Fit like. You're quines and loons, not boys and girls. Or girls and boys, quines and loons. And if you were stopping to ask somebody for directions, you might say furry boots. Uh-huh. Furry boots. Furry boots. Whereabouts. <laughs> Have you got your and, furry boots and, on? and if you think that we're all havering, then you'd probably be quite right. And if some of you may know the proclaimers. And their song, 500 Miles, I Want to Be 500 Miles. And they talk about, I want to be the man that havers. If I'm havering, I want to be the man that havers next to you. And that means I want to just blether. I want to talk to you. I want to chat. Yeah, so we tend to put ourselves down. But if somebody gets above themselves, the, the ultimate put down in Scotland is where two positives make a negative. Because if you if you think somebody's just having it having it on too much, you'll say to them, "I write," and "I write" means not a chance. I believe not you. a chance. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're really havering now. <laughs> uh, so hopefully, this has given you some ideas of what it's all about. We'll get better at this. We do promise you that um, as we go through it. Topics that we'll introduce and then a little bit of banter and patter at the end of it as we give our opinions on it. But as we draw this podcast to an end, there's one word that's very important in the Scots language. It's a word that was commonly used across the British Isles, but it's become more localised now, really only used in Scotland. And that word is wheeshed. Now, wheeshed is where you got shh from. So if you want somebody to be quiet, Wished is the word that you use. Brilliant. Well, on that note, ladies, I think it's time to close off. Thank you for your time. There we have it, our blether for this week. If you'd like to engage with us on social media, everybody out there, um, we're on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as Scottish Blethers. We'd love to hear what you think of the episode and any topics that you might like us to cover in, the f- in future blethers. So please do get in touch. So it's cheery bye from me. Ta-ta the new from me. And if I don't see you through the week, I'll see you through the windy from me. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>